You're tuned to the IP Communications and VoIP community in our 11th year. To produce these weekly meetings, we really appreciate the support of Simwood.com. Simwood can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our longtime friends at Greenfield Tech can make your tech dreams feasible and affordable. Go to greenfield.tech. For eight years, we've been using the finest conference server around zipdx.com. The VUC website is on bluehost.com. Our local rate dial-ins from around the world are from voxbone.com. And as the music rolls out, welcome to everybody who's watching and welcome to Kathleen and Ken and the rest of Team Free Switch who I see are popping in. I will lose the graphic, come back to me. This is Michael. I am sitting in for Randy, who is um, roundabout here right now. Randy is uh, on an airplane, just departing Greenland on his way to North America from France uh, for his summer vacation. Come back to that. Um, but we are just a few days ahead of Clucon, the 13th annual Clucon. Consequentially, and since I have never been to a ClueCon, we have Team ClueCon with us to fill us in on, on what to expect. And uh, But before we do that, we also have Corrado, and we have Andy, and James, who is mobile and waiting for a train as ever. That's quintessentially English, by the way. But I happen to know that Ken's also waiting for a train. His train is coming tomorrow, though. So, um, hey, Kathleen. Welcome aboard. And and are you getting excited? Are you overloaded? Are are you feeling stressed and strained or, or what what's up? Um I think a combination of all three. <laughs> it's probably there. Um is everything going according to plan? I, I understand most of the team is sort of hiding out at Anthony's house today. Um they must be planning uh big doings for the weekend. We are. We're very excited about some of the stuff we've got planned, um, especially the coder games that are going to be happening on Monday. Um, I'm particularly excited about some of the prizes we have coming up, some of the prizes offered. Um, I think that's going to be really exciting. Uh, we've got all sorts of things. Uh, you can win a PS4, you can win an Oculus Rift, you can win a mini NES, um, and a drone, I believe a drone is in there, and a bar top arcade machine for those of you um, that like arcade games out there. It's really neat. Um, and we're getting, getting very excited about that. I, I can't wait to kind of see what everybody comes up with and uh, what they do for some of these games. So it's, it's exciting. That's very interesting. Not being a coder, I'm slightly jealous, but I will certainly watch with awe and anticipation to see who comes away with some of the toys. Um, and Ken, how are you doing, buddy? Are you uh, you ready to go? Uh, yeah, I think uh, the stressful parts are over, and now we're getting into the goofy phase. So, <laughs> you know, so it, 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 it'll be real interesting when we get there. Uh, we uh, I literally ship about three-quarters of a ton worth of freight up to Klucon every year so we can uh, help pull off the audio-visual stuff. And uh, we didn't know if it was going to make it until like 7 o'clock last night because they send a truck to pick up the freight with no lift gate and uh, want me to put a 1,500-pound box in the back of the truck. So, yeah, that didn't work out. 
fine. <laughs> you have but, to go uh, find a loader or a forklift or something. Huh? Yeah, well, the, uh, our, uh, uh, the uh, freight broker that we work with pulled a rabbit and got us a truck out on time. And uh, I, I was notified a little bit ago that it'll be arriving at the hotel in a couple of hours. So we're good to go now. So all the stressful parts, I think, uh, for the prep are coming to an end. Just getting everybody to uh, now to you know getting them getting everybody there and getting all the setup stuff done on Sunday. The team's going to be very busy with that uh, and getting the final preps done. But uh, you know we've got a lot of people that are going to be helping us out this year, like you, Michael. Uh, so we appreciate that. And we've got several other guys coming in from all over the place uh, that'll be helping out. So uh, you see those guys, tell them thanks while you're there because uh, me, Tony, Brian, Kathleen, Sharon, the rest of the crew. We couldn't pull off Pluton without everybody's help, so uh, we greatly appreciate it. The only way to go would be to be able to do something helpful, so I'm, I'm happy to assist in whatever way is possible. And hey, Anthony, I see you sitting off there quietly in the corner. How's it going? Are the plans coming together? Meeting expectations? Your, your mic muted, so. Yeah, <clears throat> I'll leave it muted for good luck. Can you hear me okay? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, thanks so- for coming on pretty quickly. Um, this year is actually a little later than the last couple of years, so we got an extra day or two. Um, I just got one of those Facebook memories telling me, like, yesterday they showed it was like a video we took from my Monday pizza party. So uh, this year uh, is coming, and the guys are all upstairs, like, planning the last minute logistics and uh, already getting ready for next year, too, which is two weeks sooner, which is going to be a little bit of a stressful situation but <laughs> does that put it into july really yeah it's a, it's in july for i think a long time um july 22nd so all those people say they can't go because they have vacation in august might be able to actually come ah interesting interesting august july it's all i mean it's a fine time to be in chicago so that's a good reason to go um yeah. I was looking at the list of speakers and uh, and thinking it's uh, a pretty good list. I'm I'm interested in and in being involved in AV. I'll be sort of able to sit and see everybody, which I quite look forward to. Um, I have to, while I'm thinking of it, thank uh, David Frankel and ZipDX for uh, helping me to be there and uh, freeing me up from my routine to let me go, which is a, a nice thing. Um, anyhow, um. I see James is he's showing us his video. Uh, so Kathleen, do you have any thoughts about James's dangerous demos? Um, I, we still need some people to sign up, or do we have some people on the list for that? We have a few people signed up so far. Um, we're very excited. I think there's going to be some particularly dangerous demos this year. Um, we ha- we still are taking signups. So if you are out there and you have not signed up early. Um, it's a little bit different than years before. We'd like to go ahead and uh, get the, the registration sooner rather than later so we can kind of plan to have you on the schedule. Um, and then we will be uh, harassing those of you who are avoiding the sign-up. Uh, you cannot get out of the dangerous demos. You will have to do them. Um, but I'm excited. I think there's going to be some, some good demos this year. I'm particularly excited to see if 7Do does something. He's always got some awesome plan that he kind of pulls out of nowhere so yeah i remember was it was it two years ago he managed to burn a hole in the carpet with his dangerous demo didn't he 
he was yeah. running a video processing card so hot it actually burnt a hole was in something. You, you're going to have to take eggs. See if you can cook an egg on Seven Do's kit. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny. Yeah. I can't even. Yeah, here's begin. A hot. It, anyway, I, I'm a bit. I'm struggling a bit here. I've got three of these big lead crystal. 3D engraved trophies in the bottom of my suitcase, and it weighs an absolute ton. I'm hoping that it's not going to be overweight. And the other problem is that when you X-ray these things, they can't come out as uh, as totally black. And so, uh, last time I took one in my hand luggage, um, they took me to pieces to find out what the hell it was. So oh, that's the most dangerous demo of all. Seeing if James. Yeah, well, I'll can be pleased not to have to break. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't want to bring them back again, because they are heavy. <laughs> I hope you've got four, by the way. Yeah, I have got four. Yes, okay, you said three, but never mind. Did I say three? No, they, believe me, I have got four, and they are heavy. I, I also have a uh, half a metric tonne of uh, Barrett's Jelly Babies as well. I don't know what I'm going to do with those, but I'm, I'm sure we, we can improvise and overcome Yes, this is going to be odd. Um, okay, well, that's interesting. Uh, are we going to be able to get copies of the new book while we're there? Because I have actually a collection. I have all the books at this point. Even though I'm not a user, I was involved in in sort of taking look, early pre-production looks at the first we have some book. We we're not selling any books there because we don't actually sell them, but they did give us a box to give away. So you could be lucky and win a prize. Uh, that might be cool. And if I were so lucky, I would get it autographed. Yes, I believe we, um, the whole team autographed a set of them. Uh, I think we have like 10 or so various reasons that we're giving out. But they do have a, uh, also, they gave us a 50% off code to give everybody, which we published on our freeswitch.org site. It's freeswitch50. Well, that's great. Then I might have to buy one before I leave, in fact. I don't know if they ended, but they were having an ebook sale where they were all $10. So I won't help you with the physical copy, but anyone that wants like a super cheap version of the PDF one. Yeah, that's a cool cool. library for $10 right now. Or maybe it's over, I don't know, but it was like that a couple of days ago. Well, I shall have so much empty space in my suitcase after getting rid of these trophies. I, I will certainly have a place for one of those. Uh, I actually downloaded the uh, trial version from Pact. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, James, you're, be- you're becoming a bit starved. You're becoming a bit starved, my friend. That's good, though. I like to see when Hangouts doesn't work either. And that's just that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I thought it was kind of antithetical to use Hangouts to talk about BlueCon and FreeSwitch, but at the same time, uh, sometimes we do things because we're uh, a skeleton crew and and force of habit is strong in these parts. Uh, so, um, anyhow, so um, what remains to be done? What, what, what? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> Show behind the scenes footage. There's my entire garage is full of stuff that we have to somehow get there. It's like a stack of just random, like 
bins full of equipment and TV sets and banners and just projection screens. <laughs> it's like giant crate coming from Canon and like a garage full of things coming from us. We're still trying to debate if it'll all fit in the vehicles that we have allotted for or, or, or if we need a trailer. You know, uh, having done this with respect to the National Association of Broadcasters show for years and years and years and years, um, at least you don't have to deal with folks like an exhibition hall where um, literally the cost to ship our equipment <laughs> from, the, from the UK to Las Vegas was the same as the cost to get it moved from the parking lot into the booth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They love to do that at those big the exhibition halls. Yes, and then you're 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 getting you know, internet access from a company who's basically um, there just to see how much money they can wring out of you, and uh, it, I mean it works, but boy is it expensive. I mean, we would spend a quarter million dollars a year to have a one week show. It was a lot of money. No, it, it's it's really crazy because I've done that before. Uh, you know, other shows at like the Jacob Davitt Center and places like that. It's it's insane uh, what it takes to do a show in those places. Not just as a show producer, but just as a you know a a, a vendor. You know, showing off your wares there, and then you come in and get the runaround. Uh, luckily, I think uh, we get a lot luckier with that doing it with. Uh, the way that we do things in the hotel that we're working with this year has been last year they were really great we're back there at the same Swiss, uh, back at the Swiss hotel this year so it'll be real fun uh, you know to see who's still around there I know several of the guys that helped us last year from the hotel are still around so uh, I'm hoping for a good smooth experience this year <laughs> knock on wood um, but uh, like Tony said there's still a lot of gear to move then once we get it there there's just a ton of things to set up uh, to get everything uh, ready. We have, I think uh, this year we actually have more space uh, effectively than we had last year. Um, we have a whole separate room uh, that's quite large that we'll have a big screen in where you can sit back and uh, relax and see what's going on on the main stage from over there. Um, we'll also have, uh, you know, we got the training coming up. There's just a lot of things to get ready for. And I know I'm going to be trying to rest up well on Saturday evening. Because Sunday's going to be really busy. <laughs> and load out even more so. So uh, it'll be a busy week, but we'll have a bunch of fun. So wait, can't wait to see all you guys. Yeah, like I'm just looking now at the schedule and trying to figure out dangerous demos, 3 p.m. on Monday. It's a little earlier, but you know, by then the coder games have been going on for a little while and, and uh, everything looks... 3D cloud streaming for mobile and web. That sounds interesting. Um, wow. And then we get, you know, on Tuesday, we're into, like, presentation after presentation after presentation. Um, we did invite Gavin Henry to come join us today, and he may be along. He, he said he would, uh, although I'm not sure that he actually got the invite. Uh, yes, he got the invite, but uh, he has a family problem. that If he can drop in during the session, he will be. Okay, okay. Uh, Gavin being with SureVoip, he's one of the event sponsors, and uh, Corrado suggested he'd like to join in. Um, yes, because I know good. that uh, in his own enterprise, he's using uh, at least OpenSIPs, and I know there's a lot of free switch servers at the back of that. 
So it would be literally probably the best person in our inner circle to know and explain what they, what is the power of free switch and uh, open sips. Okay. And then we have social events in the evenings. How do how do they play out? Um, you have to forgive me. I've never been. Do you all accept the nature? But spell it out for me. <laughs> the the social events are usually uh, really really fun. So on uh, Monday for uh, your pizza parties on Monday. It I, is. I, I, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, We've got a number of events this year, and for those of you who have been before, we actually are doing it a little bit differently. We have um, a Thursday night event. Um, normally, Thursday is sort of a free kind of evening, but um, we have the, the Monday night pizza party, uh, and that's sponsored by and hosted um, at an awesome little pizza place, sponsored by Flow Out. Very excited. It's, it's awesome Chicago-style pizza. It's a great way to get there. First night, you kind of get to sit with all the attendees, drink a little bit, uh, eat a little bit, you know, kind of hang out. And then after that, we have the Monday meetup, which is where we all kind of back to the hotel and we have a little reception, um, some karaoke, some fun games. Uh, it's a little bit more relaxed, sort of just like a, a hangout session. It's a lot of fun. And there's some really good stories from years past that you'll have to uh, hear from some of the previous attendees. Um, and then Tuesday night, we're going to go over to a um, bowling alley, and we're going to have a little reception there with bowling, um, billiards, a few other games. We're very excited about that. That one is sponsored by both Digibox and FreeSwitch. Uh, and then Wednesday, we will be going over to um, the Telmex offices in Chicago. They're hosting a party at their offices. It's the Super Freak Telmex Party. And that was fun last year, and we're going to uh, see about doing that again and seeing sort of some of the fun things that they have going on and and what they do with our offices. So that's kind of cool. And then the new um, event we have going on this year is Thursday night, we have a boat party. That's sponsored by Voice Talk. We'll be piling on to uh, a, a sort of bi-level boat, um, and we'll get to go up the river a little bit, hear about some of the architecture, and then... You go back out into the lake and you get to watch the sunset behind the city and the lights come up. And it's, uh, it's beautiful. It's absolutely amazing, especially if you've never been to Chicago before. It's definitely a must-see. So excited. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I didn't tell my wife about all the social functions because she would want to come along and, and, uh, <laughs> and not being in the telecom space, she would find the days awfully uh, quiet, but then she'd want to come along in the, in the evening and she would have, would have had a good time. But in any event, somebody has got to stay home and take care of the puppy dogs, right? So that, that's the way that plays out. Uh, all righty. Um, well, let's see. I'm trying to figure out where Randy is. Uh, we've been keeping track of him. So he's just departed Greenland. Uh, and, you know, he'll be landing, but he's going to be landing all the way in California. It's a kind of a pity he couldn't stop and spend the day uh, in Chicago. Yes, that's our uh, long-running mission to at least get him set foot in Kluhan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's taken me a lot of years, too, so... I'll give you that. It'll be our maven after you go and spread the word for us to the rest of them. 
you know, it's one of the things about living in user space and not being a developer or a network operator is I it's just kind of one has to be rational about how one does these things. But at the same time, uh, the opportunity to actually help with the event is uh, is good motivation because I love doing that stuff. I love the production side of things. And uh, that's a good point of view to have, too, because, you know, when you're only worrying about the back end of stuff all the time, it's very easy to forget, you know, to have the right things for usability sake exposed. So all those perspectives are useful to us because, you know, we get used to it. You know, Ken runs our weekly show and he does it all from a command prompt. You know, it's not the most user-friendly way of doing it. So without other perspectives, like we don't even know. We get a couple of drinks down. That could become an animated conversation because while I am command prompt friendly, I am not command prompt native. So, um, I but I, you know, come to it from, from a different perspective and 20 years of broadcast production. Well, and, that, and you guys are doing what amounts to small-scale broadcast production inside of FreeSwitch these days. Yeah, and one of the things that I hope to address uh, at KluCon is actually uh, Dan Jenkins is going to be there, and he's done some cool stuff with uh, JavaScript and MIDI, and I have one of these nice big, like, 80-button MIDI keypads, and I hope to hang out with Dan for a little bit and see if we can't hack that into our controls so we can use that for some of our layout control and and all kinds of other fun stuff like that. Because if we can get that figured out, then we can really you know, make it a lot easier for other people to deal with. It's just another control you plug into your computer and go um, and link that all up. So it ought to be, we'll see if we can't get something thrown together for that, maybe for a demo or something, but um, it'll be, uh, it'd be interesting to see. So there's, uh, there's a lot of cool people there. And I think you'll see a lot of cool stuff like that, even from the user space where you don't, you're not necessarily a developer or maybe you're not uh you know, free switch. There's a lot of other stuff going on too, so don't think it's just about free switch. Um, we'll have the guys from OpenSips there. Uh, we'll have the guys from Kamaelio there. Uh, we'll have 3D printers. Uh, we'll, we have uh, things like the Chip Pro. If you've never heard of the Chip Pro, it's like a Raspberry Pi. We'll have a pile of those things to play with. Uh, we'll have a pile of Raspberry Pis to play with. Um, all kinds of sensors. Uh, I know I'm bringing up uh, probably 30 or 40 different sensors that people will be able to play with. I think Tony's bringing up a pile too. So we'll have all kinds of little uh, fun things to play with besides just the presentations and, you know, hanging around and uh, eating and hanging out with people. So uh, not that eating and hanging out with people and, uh, you know, just uh, making those contacts that you really only get to, that we really only get to make once a year is a huge thing about coming to ClickCon. It's not uh, about getting work done. It's about making those contacts so that we can later on get the work done. Um, sure. Sure. Hey, speaking of which, did you did you ever did you end up getting a camera from from Rich at Sub Two R to play with? Uh, no, I did not, and uh, <laughs> I think uh, right. I did. We have with, to go beat on his door. Yeah, me and you are probably going to have to fight over a camera. <laughs> well, they're coming close, and they they actually uh, they emailed a picture yesterday, which shows. Um, Hardware that is the next spin of the camera. Uh, it's going to be the production spin of the camera. Did he send you that? Yes, he uh, did. And uh, I just sent him a quick email back. Here, take my money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this idea that you could have modular I/O and have Gig E or or um, SDI or HDMI is fantastic. I 
think those guys are doing great. Stuff. Funny, did our show? He was using some one that he referred to as like his old model that he was throwing away or something. And I was like, I wanted that one. I'm like, most <laughs> of those, like, because it was like a 720p with a straight through streaming, and it, it's like uh, that's perfect for this kind of thing. Yeah, not only that, but but you guys are exactly the right audience for this because if you want to do something custom uh, and and what I was thinking about earlier this week was uh, how would you capture the coming solar eclipse, right? This is a potentially a great camera to do that with. Um, yeah. No, no. I mean, there's a lot of cool. I mean, even like Tony said that their old 720p model was, was great. And, uh, but you know, the newer models that they're doing, there's a, it's, it's really cool. I, I just really want to get my hands on one and play with it because I think there's this far, yes, we probably have five more years till we're doing 4K uh, hangouts. So good thing the camera's already here to start trying to get push it, uh, push the envelope now. Can you imagine the bandwidth and engineering it'll take to try and jam the live 4K stream all over the place. Well, I am looking forward to having a discussion with you all about NDI when we get there, but we're going to have to do that over some drinks in order to ha- make it actually stick. So, <laughs> oh, that's, that's possible. That's possible. Yeah, and being in, since KuCon's in Chicago, we have a tradition of having a speakeasy there. So you have to look for the after nine speakeasy that's hiding somewhere in KuCon. Ah, okay. And we'll have to also we'll have to arrange some blues music at some point along the way. Uh, oh, actually, actually, that's, a, that's actually uh, one thing that everybody should come out and watch and hang out and check out. If you play an instrument, bring it with you, because I guarantee you, Tony, how many guitars are you bringing this year? Don't tell me it's like a dozen, but it's probably it's got to be at least three. Uh, depends on how many I can carry because I'm injured right now, but at least one. Depends on what's in the car. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That thing we were talking about with no space. So, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, put it on my lap. Otherwise, guitars are small. Yeah, but if you never if you've never been to Klucon before, one of the highlights of the evening is usually uh, there's a lot of musicians that show up at Klucon. Tony being one of them, and uh, those guys always get together, hang out, and just have a you know impromptu jam sessions wherever uh, they can find a spot to play. We have like a backpacking guitar I can bring. It's like yeah. basically it looks like. A giant guitar neck with strings on it. Like, <laughs> instead of a body, it's just like a little tiny box that's just slightly bigger than the neck. And like a little like mandolin guitar combo thing. Hmm. Sounds like a stick. Yeah. It's meant to like carry around with you in odd places where you still want to play the guitar. I gotta tell you, in, in a past life I was a flautist, and it was largely because it was light and easy to carry around. <laughs> I was not going to be a tuba player. <laughs> that, was long, that was a long bass in, in high school, and it was kind of hard to bring it on the bus. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, well, what else we got going on here? I'm just looking at the sponsors. We have Digivox, Telnix, Flowroot, Cipro. Obi High, Oric, Frozen Mountain, Dialpad. That's interesting. That was a good get. Uh, Simwood, the Jitsi folks. Oh, will we be seeing uh, Emil there? Do you think? Yeah, yeah we will. 
Oh, uh, yep. you know, I have to. I haven't been. Um, I haven't been diligent. He lives in Austin, which is not that far away, but I have not been to visit since he's been there. So this would be a good hookup. His wife too. Excellent. And Onsip, they are still a sponsor. Are, are, are any of them expected to attend? This year they didn't send anyone, but they did sponsor. Okay. They typically do. I don't know if they're what's going on. They just were too busy or something this year. But yeah, there have been some changes there. Um, you know, things happen over time. Uh, they seem to be evolving. Um, uh, it's it's still good that they're a sponsor. Uh, and Didex. All righty. James, you're on the train, man. No, nope, we can't muted. hear you. No, nope. no mute. No sound. No sound at all. We will not be that lucky next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're still muted. In the uh, meantime. By the way, yeah. Uh, sorry, Kathleen, just a second. Gavin is probably going to uh, join us very shortly. Okay. Um, in the meantime, I was just going to say, if you go to the activities page um, from the Kukon website, you can see a picture on the Monday meetup of Tony playing a harmonica with uh, David Duffett's son, who was with us last year, um, playing guitar next to him. Or maybe, yeah, I think it's guitar. It might have been a bass, but I'm not entirely sure. Yep. For those music enthusiasts out there. Sure. And um, I have it on good authority that we'll actually see former VFC regular and, and uh, all-around great guy Carl Fife make an appearance. Um, so that would be nice as well. So is that Gavin? I see a Gavin picture, but not yes. a Gavin. Uh, but no audio, apparently. Ah. <laughs> Just a second. Yeah. <laughs> the usual hiccups. You look different without your beard. <laughs> okay. All righty. Well, I, I can say um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it'll get me out of the office. It'll be a nice thing to do. It'll be a good group of people to hang out with. And, uh, I will hopefully learn something and then we will bring it back and try to do something more dangerous and more <laughs> demonstrable oh. here. And, and, and uh, in the note, Michael, uh, for anybody that's watching the VUC today and that they're within range of ClueCon and they, ha and they haven't been planning on going, but they changed their mind, they want to go, they can, they still have plenty of time to go to ClueCon.com, get tickets and uh, show up. Yeah. James still has time to buy Andy a ticket. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I might might have a problem getting on a flight though. Why? I, I do you, have, I do have a couple of list. questions. I have Did, a couple of questions though for you. Did they find out about you? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, are you going to be streaming anything? Are any of the talks going to be streamed at all? That's undetermined. Still, we have some. Uh, experimental stuff that we might do it with. Um, it depends on the possibility after we run through our entire Sunday setup and if we got far enough ahead of ourselves to test the experimental features. Um, but we will... Uh, we have one of the, a few of these devices that are like uh, got this Nebo thing. It's a little cube that sits on a stick. 
Uh, you put it on like a tripod. It's basically a 4K camera. And then it, um, it probably does RTMP to YouTube or whatever. And then uh, you use a nearby mobile device to, to control it. And you can put it on autopilot. Basically, it, it uses the 4K wide shot as a way to do virtual zoom. So if you point it at, at something and there's people talking, it'll kind of like switch back and forth between them and like like a virtual cameraman. Uh, or you can uh, get somebody to purposely click on the people and it will follow them. So it kind of looks like it's pan and zooming and all that kind of thing. And uh, we might do a few that way as a test and stream them. Um, and uh, we do have like a, we we're planning on doing a feed for our green room so that if you're away from the conference, like in one of the side rooms or something, you can still see like a wide shot of the whole room. Um, we might figure out a way to broadcast that in certain times, um, but it's, we don't have really like a strategy to stream the whole thing or anything like that. But we do uh, record them and process them and stuff and eventually release them. Okay, well, I'll, I'll happily play with anything you want to on Sunday. Um, now I, I can use me as a remote resource by all means. Please do. You can help us test our remote presence also because uh, we have a few uh, members of our WebRTC roundtable who will be coming in to Alberto Gateway. So if you want to do, be in the background for anyone else's stuff, raise that too. Well, that that'd be good. Being involved in some way is desirable. We could put you up on the screen in the after hours portion and you can have a couple of beers. <laughs> yeah, I can say, oh, look, he's <laughs> drinking. <laughs> he hasn't got a pink drink. Yeah. James needs a refill. Yeah, right. Okay, another question. I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What's the chances of remote participation in the Coda games? Well, there's the uh, the code fights. Is it's a site that we use that's basically like a programming competition that anyone could really join. You don't have to be a Kukan to do it, so you could do that one. Um, it'd be a little hard to build the IoT device unless you're just showing a video of it. Um, no, I, I have a I have a Bodhi as a, as a remote a remote control person, you know. Yeah, is that your entry into the? <laughs> I'd allow it. Oh no, that's I hate to go down this path, but isn't that a drone like any other? <laughs> oh, 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 if you can successfully you. He's listening. control James, I'll be impressed. <laughs> that's a, so it's a random noise generator, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't that control interface be a bit dodgy? Technically, uh, wouldn't that be pink noise? Actually, just hit me. Ken, do you just do you still have that shot collar? Uh, actually, I I've got one of those around here somewhere. So bring that with. Maybe we'll do something with that. <laughs> Internet of Things. Right, we have Gavin Henry with us. Hello, Gavin. Can you hear us? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. Can okay, you hear we can hear you. Yep, fantastic. Yes. Welcome. Sorry about that. Right. Right. Uh, what brought you to um, sponsor Crucon with your business? Um, 
Well, I've used free Swift since I got started with Shorevoit. Um, to sort of test in 2009. Um, and as I was saying to Brian when we were sorting out the sponsorship level, um, I just wanted to make sure we could contribute something back. So when I, I've dealt with Anthony a few times, just buying support hours here and there. Um, I always sponsor the developer meals. So, you know, only $100, but, you know, it gets your pizza and stuff. So I thought I, I would really, really, really love to come to ClueCon, but it's just so far away and difficult family-wise. Um, so I just thought I'd sponsor it, you know, without any attachments or anything like that to get a speech or something. Um, just to try and make it as successful as it always is. And it would be amazing to go. It would be a lot of fun, but I just can't go. So business-wise, um, our business runs on FreeSwitch. Um, powers our SBCs, our hosted platform, um, most of our API, all the different features on that. Um, and because it's open source, we try to contribute any way we can. So sponsorship is just one of those ways. That's the short, long answer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, business-wise, we use free switch for all those things. I've got a, a big project open at the moment with Ken. Um, once you guys are finished with ClueCom, we'll be starting that, and that um, should be open source as well. Um, and that's pretty much it, really. Okay. Michael, you have uh, questions? Anyone? No. Well, my question would be for Gavin. How long have you been using FreeSwitch? And you, you, you describe it in lots of uh, lots of roles. Is it audio only? Do you get into any video or or? Uh... Um, video is enabled for customers, but our next sort of step is. Uh, um, the WebRTC stuff, um, the new book that is out already, the 1.8, um, is brilliant. It really expands the WebRTC coverage that you put in the cookbook and the last book that was just out. Um, we've uh, got things enabled and really love Verto. That's a great product. Um, so it's just the next step for us. Been using FreeSwitch since... Um, I wanted a really good platform for NAT and multi-tenant hosted point. Um, and how the box free switch just nailed that on every device we could throw at it. And that was, what, eight years ago now? And that's only just got better and better each time. Um, I got some help when we started at Shorevoip in 2010. Someone had already done a profile to connect us into BT. Um, so they gave me that and I donated it out as well. Um, so every call that comes in and comes out um, goes through FreeSwitch. We're a small ITSP. Last month we did just slightly over 3 million minutes, which is tiny for a UK provider, but um, we do things really well, and FreeSwitch is a major part of that. And API-wise, when you do like click-to-call or um, announcements or anything like that through API, FreeSwitch is the one that drives that. Um, so, yeah, it's been now I think eight years and finally um, we're doing that big project with Ken that we're uh, looking forward to when ClueCon's finished so, Is yeah. there something that you, you can open up about that project uh, you or Ken what is this? Um, it's basically um, replacing a big open source component we use at the moment in our network 
so it's powered by free switch instead of the other thing beginning with a <laughs> um, and then that will give us a lot of other things that we need um it's, most of the, the project has been involved sort of getting licensing agreed to make sure that free switch is allowed to use the code for this other one and the databases and things like that um, and that's all been a great greek ken's been working amazingly behind the scenes on that um and says he has a solution for it um, so it'll give uh, a lot of other companies that use this product the option to migrate to free switch as well um, so yeah really looking forward to it that's a large attack surface you're at, you're going at yeah i mean it's it, it brings a lot of stuff for us and allow us to grow to the next to the next level um, and you know we've not had any issues with this other product but free switch does things most most things better I just want I want, want it all across our network. So it's the last bit to sort of cannibalize out, as it were. <laughs> you know about this January, so when it's when it's public, um can we'll work on that. But that's the beauty of open source, you know. That's that's why it powers all of our business. Um that's why I love it. I've just been involved in open source for a long time now. As most of us probably probably. Yeah. Well, no, probably not as long as quite a few guys here, um, but um, I got into it quite late. It was 2001 I first got into Linux um, at university, and I just fell in love. Um, and then it wasn't until 2006 I got into um, the A of the VoIP world, and I'd actually done proprietary PBXs at university in my first job. I just hated it. I didn't see the point. Um, and then when it, when I came across the open source, um, I'll say it more asterisks as you all know, um, for the next three years, um, we're just doing sort of on-site stuff, deploying PBXs for different oil companies because we're based in Aberdeen, in northeast of Scotland. Um, and I was reselling another VoIP provider at the time, um, one in the UK, beginning with G, that you can Google. Um, and then, as probably most of you have been through, you, you have a supplier and then you end up starting to learn more than the first line support people that you work with and the second line and you get a bit arrogant and think you can do things better, you know. Um, so in, I think it was August 2009, I bought two Dell servers for 600 quid each, stuck them into a data center in Edinburgh and uh, told all my customers, I think we had about 11 at the time, said that I was doing this and then moved them asked them if they wanted to move over, and they all they all did. Um, and then we won a, an oil company that was a good a good four figures a month on these servers. And I thought, oh, this is going to work. Um, so then I looked around for uh, someone we can rent servers from down in London. So we had the two locations. And then I knew through experience that you had to get your own Ofcom numbers and all these types of stuff. So me and my wife, Laura, spent three months applying for all these things. Um, and then SureWhite was launched December 2010. Um, never looked back. So I think the next couple of years, we just rented stuff. Um, and on the other side of the business at that time, SureWhite was probably 50% of SureTech Systems, which is the legal name. And the other side, I'm part of the Open LDAP project. So a lot of my consultancy was doing LDAP work and things like that. Um, and I had a lot of big sort of public sector customers, but I knew that money was running out, you know, 
and I had these yep. savings. Um, so then I think it was the last check I got in 2013. It was like the last big one. So I put out a tender and done a business plan to become a network operator. Um, after after reading a fantastic book called uh, Tubes by Andy Plume, an American tech journalist, which is just brilliant. It just explains how the whole global internet works. And he did the book because a squirrel chewed through his fiber optic cable in his back garden. And he wanted to follow the cable and see where it all went. So he went around the world um, to all the big uh, sort of hubs, you know, New York, London, and just explained how proper internet, BGP and everything works. And I was just hooked. I was reading it when I was on holiday in Mallorca and kind of knew that's what we were going to do. Um, so I used that last check in October 13 to push the button with a big glass of wine in my hand and place the PO for all of our Juniper kit. Um, and then I think it was 1st of March 2014 we migrated everyone over. So it's only been just over three years that we've been fully independent, you know. Um, and FreeSwitch has been there from the start. You know, if it wasn't for FreeSwitch, we wouldn't be able to do 3 million minutes, which, again, is small for a point provider in the UK. But it just it's just rock solid. You know, it hasn't given us any issues. Uh, anytime we need to reach out to the team, they've always been there. Um, just, just brilliant. So that's kind of the journey from just getting two servers to getting up to seven guys and... Um, lots of different companies, I think about a thousand now, um, and running everything ourselves. So that's kind of where we've gone to. Yeah. Uh, good, good, good. Very good success story, especially for... for customer for friends. 2012, I think. Uh, yeah. I'm sure Ken and my, and everyone at, uh, of this Free Switch team are delighted to hear. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Big thanks goes out to Mark as well from Fusion PBX. He's been with us since 2009. Um, That's what powers our hosted platform. Um, OpenSIPs does all of our SIP proxy, load balancing, um, fraud protection, everything like that. Just all the the best of breed open source stuff. Um, Know everyone as well as you can through all this stuff and contribute as much as you can. Just... What I try to say is the best practice open source business, as it were, you know, give back where you can. Yeah, for, for the community, it forms particularly. Yeah, that's why I'm going to come because it'd be nice to meet you all um, yeah. face to face. But. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to interrupt you for a second uh, because uh, my story actually getting into the Free Switch project is a lot like what he's done, uh, you know, the past few years with SugarPoint. I was working at a carrier and we found free switch and I started using it. I ended up using it so heavily and getting so involved that uh, Tony invited me to join the, the uh, team uh, several years ago. <laughs> and uh, that's what I've been doing ever since. So, uh, I mean, it, cause it just answers a lot of questions for me working in that carrier role. And we were doing a lot of high volume, short duration calling and we were just pounding everything to death. And then Tony comes out with free switch and I'm like, Hey, I got to check this out. And it solved so many problems for us, it wasn't funny. And then here we are over a decade later, and I'm still using free switch and turn around and applying that back to help people like Gavin. But I wouldn't be here today without people like Mike, Brian, and Tony to help me along the way uh, in the first place. And uh, they're a great group of guys, and I'm lucky to work with them. So it's, uh, 
it's been fine, and I'm hoping the next decade will be just as fun. Well, we're only at version 1.8, right? So we have a long way to go yet. Uh, and, uh, yeah, 1.8. Uh, you know, uh, everybody will be seeing that here in just a minute. Uh, but uh, I know that uh, that Tony's already got big plans going forward, so uh, it'll be real interesting to see where it goes over the next year or so, and what's coming after one eight. So I think I think it's going to be really cool. So no, you could always take the the the, the Judigium route and go to nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to have to apologize, guys, because I'm going to have to bail out. Um, Nobody's coming. It, it's been a it's very, holiday. very good testimonial. Yeah, Thank you for that. Thanks for the sponsorship. We really appreciate it. I'm hopefully I can meet you next time you do it. Um, and keep an eye out for all the stuff and look forward to working you when, when you're all done. Cheers, guys. Thank you, Gavin. Cheers, bye. Thank you, uh, we all have jobs still customers to take care of so yeah. uh, I, I would imagine that, that Gavin's route into, into using free switch and open sips or Camellia um, whichever they, people end up using is probably fairly typical actually people that, that are of an entrepreneurial mind and, and have a good idea and the guts to get off their, their, their backside and do something about it um, yeah. Yeah. and free switch yeah yeah take to take the risk yeah um and it's it's nice to see people succeeding at, at that as, as, and i include yourself in that Gerardo, as well oh well i do whatever i can just not at the gavin's levels but yeah i'm doing a lot of different things not just telephony so uh, i'm not vertical that's all in defense of uh, smaller companies, really, because I also work for a very small outfit in the grand scheme of things, but we address vertical, we address niches that don't yes. get addressed by giant players, and so we yeah. become oftentimes very valuable partners to our customers. And it's like not everybody needs what we do, but if you do, you need us badly, and we're here to be your partner, right? Yeah, and we are practically the forefront of the, the, the technology. We are always probably beyond the leading edge. We are on the, are on the bleeding edge sometimes. Uh, so uh, sometimes we bleed. But, yeah. Well, and then, you know, things like FreeSwitch give us the tool sets to be able to go forward and build build things that uh, answer problems that the great big, you know, Verizons and PGIs and whoever in the world uh, just don't have the attention span or the, or the concern for. <laughs> so, well, anyway. With the customer. <laughs> you know. Well, I got to tell you, after I get off this call, I'm taking the afternoon to go get ready to be able to, to fly. So uh, on, uh, on Saturday, I'll be mobile and, and out and uh, see you all on Sunday. And uh, it'll be it'll be nice to get up there because I've been tracking the event since it's been occurring, but not been able to get there. And um, so I'll be able to be a whole lot more evangelical maybe than I have been in the past. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so, so James is saying that he's, he's, he's on a coach that's now parked on the M25, the main orbital motorway that goes around London. Um, it's parked just due to traffic. But he's on ZDX, so he could press star six and make some noise. 
Nope. <laughs> I could do Not that key press for him. Well, there you go. Let's hear, let's hear what's happening in the game. James, what's up, James? James, hello. Oh, hang on. He's muted. Yeah, there, yeah, there we go. Me? There you go. Now you. Now we got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm on the way. I'm on the way to Heathrow. Unfortunately, good old British Airways cancelled my flight uh, tomorrow <laughs> afternoon, uh, but I was able to rebook an early morning one uh, with Simon. So both Simon and I will be arriving. Um, tomorrow morning your time i guess um so i don't know whether anybody's gonna be around or where we're gonna meet up but uh, we'll make lots of noise when we arrive and we'll, we'll probably be in the bar okay <laughs> as always probably kathleen is will be standing with a uh, a sign outside yeah uh, I think actually we get in, uh, the team gets in on Sunday. So we'll see you a, a day, day, maybe a day and a half later. Um, and then we'll be down in the conference room setting up and unloading all the cars and unpacking the crates and things like that. So we'll be easy to find. Yeah, I will be available Saturday night for a pink drink, James. Well, sounds like a plan for me. <laughs> well. You know me, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm ready to greet anybody else who, uh, who just turns up. We'll have an instant party. All right. Well, this is going to be interesting. And as Ken said earlier, if you're watching and you had not thought to attend, there's still opportunity. And we're an inclusive bunch. So anybody who, anybody who shows up who has a ticket, will be welcomed with open arms. And not only will you be informed and educated, but also entertained and amused. Exactly. And I'd also like to throw out there, um, for those of you that were listening and use OpenSix and FreeSwitch, um, or either or, um, we offer trainings. Uh, the last day um, that the team will be there, Friday, um, we have two different trainings that you can attend. Um, they're all-day trainings. Um, you can register on free switch or on coupon.com uh, on the trainings tab. Uh, we have a free switch training, which will be taught by Brian West and some of our community members. And we'll kind of walk you through some of the cool things about free switch, um, directory structure review, dial point configuration, um, things like that. And then the open SIPs team is also coming and they will be doing a training as well. Um, they happen at the same time. So you have to choose uh, either or. But um, you can go and learn some awesome things about OpenSips and um, talk to the, the developers in real time and, and get your questions answered and, and learn straight from the source. So um, it's an absolutely awesome resource. I highly recommend you guys uh, out there who are using either of these, take them up on this uh, cool offer and, and join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. So. Most excellent. Well, we are rounding up to the top of the hour, so let's check in on Randy for just a second. Randy is now over Baffin Island, so he's officially uh, in Canadian airspace. I wonder if that changed the tenor of the flight at all. Uh, probably not. Um, but uh, he's on his way uh, from Charles de Gaulle to LAX, as that, uh, as that points out. And uh, we'll join next week. And next week we're going to have Paul Vixie. I don't know what they'll be talking about, but Paul Vixie, of course, is famous for being the, the gentleman who wrote Bind, was responsible for early internet DNS. 
so uh, that'll be interesting. And that will be the day after I come back from KluCon. So I'll be in KluCon Collapse. And we welcome any of you to come back uh, if you're uh, available. And we'll do a post-KluCon sort of hmm, top Papa. three things I learned. Hey, yeah, and hopefully, uh, Michael, that we'll have an opportunity to do a uh, record a little bit of sausage whilst we're there. Um, we tried it. Was it last year? Well, no, it was the year before. Remember the famous pink microphone? So we'll, we'll, I've got that. We'll get that out again and stick that underneath people's noses and see whether we can entice people to say something nice about Klukar. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It'll be a lot of fun. We'll have a lot of good stories, I imagine. So, uh, and if I can real quick, Michael, uh, let everybody know uh, at ClueCon on Twitter and uh, at FreeSwitch and then uh, the FreeSwitch page on Facebook and the FreeSwitch YouTube channel. Uh, they can find a whole lot of information about ClueCon, FreeSwitch, Kathleen, and the rest of the team post on there on a regular basis. So it'll be real interesting to see uh, what uh, gets tweeted out this week. Uh, so uh, what... Also, I know we've been we've been using hashtag ClueCon2017 as well. Yep. And uh, for anybody that is actually going, uh, uh, watch out for the links because we will have a uh, public chat room available uh, for everybody to pop in for the attendees and everything and see what's going on. And the chat amongst themselves. All right. Well, looking forward to it. So. Um, let me do this. Since we seem to have covered off everything, I will get ready to wind this down. Thank you all for coming. I'm looking forward to it. We'll have stories. Maybe we'll do some periscoping from KluCon. I'm not the periscope maven, but we might give that a shot, um, depending upon uh, what else comes. But I will um, shut this down for now, and thank you all, and stand by for the adults-only section where we can talk to James about what's really going to go on with the dangerous demos. Ha, ha, ha.